You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 10 in the series on how to tell a story. Last time I told you you were listening to episode 8, I lied to you, it was episode 9. This is also episode 165 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. Today we're going to talk about how to end or close your story. And for most of you, your story is your live presentation, your webinar, delivering a sales message, any communication you're having with people, and how to bring it to an effective conclusion. The effective conclusion means that your story, your message, has accomplished the goal that you set for it at the beginning. If you're selling, hopefully it means that at the end, people will say yes to your offer. How do you do that? The most important thing is to check in when you're creating your presentation, your story. Have you delivered on the big promise that you made at the beginning? Have you resolved all of the problems that you introduced in your presentation, your story? Have you closed all of the loops that you opened? Have you tied up all of your loose ends? This is a journey. Your story is always a journey that you're taking your audience on. And along that journey, there are problems, there are obstacles, there are pitfalls. Then there's the glimmer of hope with a solution that you introduce, a promise that you make, and then you take people to the final destination, which is making that solution crystal clear and giving them the strong directions on how to, to to claim that solution, how to win their prize. Remember, I used an analogy with um, beginning, middle, and end, the analogy from the world of music. Let's refresh our memory on that. A symphony has a strong feeling at the beginning, has a different kind of feeling in the middle. The rhythms change, the tempos change, and then when it comes to its final conclusion, we don't have to be told that the piece of music is ending. There are no words in a symphony, usually. What you have is music, and you feel, ah, that was the final note. You feel it so strongly in your body that you feel a sense of satisfaction. 
that's when a conclusion happens organically. If a false note is played and it's supposed to end, but you kind of feel, uh, you know what? All of the threads that were introduced, the themes somehow don't feel, they don't feel resolved. You will know it even if you can't articulate it. You will know it in your body. Another analogy that I spoke about is the analogy of a wave on the ocean. If you stand on a beach where there are pretty big waves forming and then crashing to the shore, remember they begin mounting very, very slowly. They build to a peak, to a crescendo, and then when they resolve, they resolve quickly as they crash and roll to a stop on the shore before they recede slowly back into the ocean and begin the cycle again. Again, when we experience that, we experience it literally in our bodies. When we communicate with language, when we're telling, giving a presentation, we not only want people to get the message in their heads, we want them to feel satisfied. And that means that they receive your conclusion in their minds, their hearts, and their bodies. They will know, fully know, not just intellectually, but they will organically know that you have fulfilled your promise to them. You know, when it happens in music and it's organic, the audience will sometimes just spontaneously shoot to their feet and begin to applaud. Now, that's great if that happens at your presentations, but you're not looking primarily for applause. You're looking for people to change, to take actions, to say yes to whatever it is you're offering. What can you do to make sure that that happens? A couple of really important things that you need to have when you come to that section of your story that you call your conclusion. Future casting simply means you're going to paint a very vivid picture of what your audience's life will be like in the future once they have said yes to your offer. Make them feel how their pain will be resolved, their pain will be eliminated, how they will be richer, happier, healthier, calmer, whatever it is that you're offering. You must paint that picture vividly. And again, going back to the elements of storytelling, that means that you use all of the senses in your language. You make them see it. You make them hear it, smell it, taste it, feel it. You don't have to use all five, but the more of the senses that you include in the language that you use, the better it is. And then specifically for the kind of stories that you're telling. We're going to assume that these are some way, shape, or form sales messages. You must have a strong call to action. 
You all know that. You all have heard about that. And yet so many people wimp out when it comes to the call to action. Either they don't have one or they think they have one, but they're really using language that's very wishy-washy. You know, they're using, uh, they're saying things like, if you would like to feel better, take advantage of this offer. The word if has no place in a call to action. Very simply, when you deliver a call to action, you confidently and firmly and clearly tell people exactly what to do. It could be something as simple as click the button below. Let's say that it's on a on a webinar. It could be something like call this number now. And make sure that you've built in a sense of urgency about that. You don't leave it open-ended. You let people know that if they really want what they say they want and what you've offered them, that it's not going to be there forever. For instance, this offer is good for the next two hours. After that, it will be gone. You may be offering something at an incredible discount. Now, you can't make this up. Don't lie. If you tell people you can have this right now for only $47, two hours from now, or let's say 12 hours from now, the price is going up to $197. We're rewarding the action takers who know that they want this, they know it's going to benefit them, and they're going to take action now. Click on the button below, and let's say you're welcoming them to a course. I will see you on the inside. It has to be specific and clear. And you stand confidently behind it because you know that what you're giving them is going to improve their lives, is going to enrich them. The call to action, future casting first, and then the call to action. Now, to give you a sense of what I mean about uh, a story coming to an organic conclusion so that you just know it, I'm going to use an example from a book about writing stories. It's a book called The Fire in Fiction, subtitle, Passion Purpose and Techniques to Make Your Novel Great by Donald Mass, and that is M-A-A-S-S, double-A-double-S. And yes, my friends, my storytellers, this is a book about how to write novels. And you're saying, well, I don't want to write novels. You probably don't. Maybe you don't. Doesn't matter. Wherever you hear the word novel and what I'm going to read to you, Substitute the word story or substitute the words sales presentation. I'm reading this to you so that you know how something feels when it concludes. Contemporary fiction reflects who we are and who are you? How do you see our human condition? Where have you been that the rest of us should go? 
What have you experienced that your neighbors must understand? What have I missed? What makes you angry? What wisdom have you gleaned? Are there questions we're not asking? Do the answers of the past no longer serve, or are they more apt than ever? Simply put, what the hell do you want to say to me? If I remember nothing else, what would you have me recall when I close your novel's covers? Having something to say or something you wish us to experience is what gives your novel its power. Identify it. Make it loud. Do not be afraid of what's burning in your heart. When it comes through on the page, you will be a true storyteller. Wow. That is powerful. It's powerful because it's doing some brilliant future casting. It's giving that person a sense of, it's giving them a call to action. It's saying, look, be bold, be clear, and step up, be loud. And it's saying, when you do that, you will have mastered storytelling. It's fantastic. You can feel, just from hearing that, that throughout the book, the author was introducing the techniques for accomplishing this goal and now bringing it all together. Of course, at the beginning, the author would identify that the person reading the book wants to know how to tell their story in a powerful and meaningful way. That's the pain point. I'd love to know. I'm not sure. Then in the middle, hey, these are the techniques. I've identified what you want, probably shown you some of the obstacles. Now I'm showing you the path. At the end, I'm giving you a call to action to step up and walk that path, which is what I'm saying to you. As I bring this to an end, deliver the powerful messages and sales presentations that you deserve to tell, to give to the world, and that people deserve to receive. Then be proud and excited for yourself and for them when they say yes to your offers. Always begin your journey by asking, how can I change my story? and change my life. Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.